Welcome to Oracle's Womb, Apothecary, and Botanica, the podcast. (laughs) This is the very first podcast episode, and (sighs) I am grateful to be in this space, to be recording to be creating again, even though it's just talking, just to be talking again. Um, of course, this podcast wouldn't be here without the many friends and family members who really just um, encouraged me to um, create this episode and to really put my voice out there. And thank you, because I've been toying with this idea of of creating a podcast because I have so much to say. And um, social media posts are so limiting. And, of course, I'm a writer. Well, more so a poet. I'm not really going to say a writer. Well, I mean, you have to write poetry, right? So, yeah. Um, I write a lot of poetry, but... Even that's limiting because I think I'm a better speaker, a better renter. I'm not going to say I'm a better speaker. I'm a better renter than I am a um, traditional speaker, I guess. I don't know, but I'm here, and this is surreal. It's exciting, and it's beautiful. Um, if you hear the cicadas in the background, I am sitting by my patio um, door and I'm holding my baby. I, well, before I get into all that, let me introduce myself for those who may not have heard of me or know me. My name is Shakara. I am the owner of Oracle's Womb, Apothecary, and Botanica. Uh, Oracle's Womb is an apothecary and botanica centered around women, those who house a womb, um, healing, natural healing modalities, um, holistic health. And traditional um, African American um, magic, alchemy, uh, spirituality, in a sense, uh, DTRs, and um, I'm not too, I'm not well versed in ATRs, but. They have a place here too, and it's an apothecary who helps women who want to reconnect with their wounds, who want to um, heal their wounds from any physical, spiritual ailment, who are reaching out for help. 
centering um, our womanhood and the cycles and the seasons we go through during our womanhood. Um, It's for women who have uh, lost babies or had abortions or Oracle's Womb is for everyone. No matter what path you are on, where you have been, where you are going, Oracle's Womb is that. I'm not going to say everyone is Oracle's Womb ideal customer, but it's for those who are seeking alternative methods um, of healing. And it sounds so cliche. Oh my goodness. So, yeah, so cliche. Um. Yeah, that is what Oracle's Womb is. And it came about uh, 2018. It was actually called Magi Womb Apothecary. But I didn't quite like that name. And I remember having um, this dream of... uh, of a woman, a woman um, bathing her son in this uh, black tub. I guess it was made from rock or lava rock. I don't know. Um, <laughs> and in it was like at a like a tropical resort, and she was bathing her son. And in the room, the bathroom was connected to, there were crystals everywhere. And it was uh, pearls in a shell, uh, not, well, clam. And I remember this dream so vividly. And I forgot that I had this dream more than once when I had it a second time. Because the second time I had it when I was pregnant with my son... And I forgot that I had this dream, and which is what led me to change the name to Oracle's Womb. Uh, I don't know how I got it from that dream. Uh, I guess it was the pearls for me, because every time I think of oracles, I think of pearls. And not even the meaning of pearls or the fact that it's found in a shell um, or that it's uh, basically an egg but it's more so the energy of the pearl the um the essence i guess is the reason why i um correlate well i think they correlate and so yeah Yeah, I wanted to give a little um, background. This episode will be solely like an intro on me because I believe that you, there's really no reason for you to listen to a podcast to um, be invested into this, investing your energy into this podcast if you do not like the uh 
person who is recording this podcast, who's cre- who created this podcast, I feel like there's no reason. And I think having people listen to the podcast is, um, well, people who will listen to this podcast will basically resonate with it. And I feel as if a little transparency and a little information about me will also aid in people resonating. I mean, people are going to resonate if they resonate, but I often feel as if people pay close attention to likes and numbers and via social media and whether or not they engage with the post. Um, people worry too much about appearances and whether or not this person is influential in sense, I guess, but more so, even if they say they don't, they do. Um, it's something that is heavily, heavily, and even I do this sometimes, um, People are heavily programmed with this idea. Um, And a lot of it is just taking form in a different way, I guess. It's like, yeah. So, here's a little background on me before I go into this long ass tangent about something that really just doesn't isn't you know it doesn't pertain to this is it yeah so i've already told you who i am um and why i created this podcast and i guess i'm going to start by giving you a little info on how I started Oracle's Womb Apothecary and Botanica. And then I'm going to talk about um, why I started, well, you know why I started this podcast, but how all this correlates. And um, why, yeah. So, I remember being in the 11th grade and being diagnosed with scarlet fever. I bet you all like, what, what, is, what does this have to do with anything? But um, it literally It literally propelled me into learning more about holistic health. It was one of the um, main, one of the three main um, things that uh, propelled my education, my studies into holistic health. I remember being like diagnosed with scarlet fever. I was sick for a month and a half, 
before I actually knew um, what it was that I had. Um, well, not even a month and a half. I would say month. And then the other half of the month was me recovering after I've been I had been diagnosed. So, and if I sound kind of groggy and sleepy, it is currently almost three o'clock here and this is the time where I create and where I um when I finally get to be the artist and work on Oracle Swoon Apothecary and to paint and to write my poetry and to create whatever else, work on bad new auras and whatever else that I'm working on at the time. And yeah, so I might sound groggy, but yeah, I was in, oh my goodness, my skin is still suffering from having scarlet fever. I had Um, a rash all over my body. Um, I couldn't eat. I couldn't sleep. Um, I was throwing up everything I ate. Um, it was horrible. And that lasted for a month and a half. Um, horrible, horrible experience. Then, um, the second instant, well, the second um, thing that propelled my studies was I was diagnosed with endometriosis. And for those of you who know me, if you're listening to this, and I will hope the very friends and family members who told me to create this podcast would even would listen um yeah, I had some of the most excruciating menstrual cycles ever. I remember <laughs> having to skip school because my cramps were so unbearable. Um I would vomit and this all started out there having scarlet fever like I already had unbearable cramps yes but it got worse after I had scarlet fever and um I was vomiting the very first day I was vomiting I couldn't eat I couldn't walk because my cramps was horrible so I would just lay out in the floor I would just lay out on the floor and fall asleep balled up into a fetal position and <laughs> at the time it really just didn't make sense for me um I would take all types of medications to deal with the pain and it wasn't helping at all and when I got diagnosed um and also oh yeah that's another thing about um the whole first day I will also have diarrhea for the first day constant vomiting 
and diarrhea, and that was horrible. But yeah, so when I got diagnosed with endometriosis, um, and just asking them questions, and they told me that it would be impossible for me, well, they didn't say impossible, but near impossible for me to have children, and most women who have that don't have children. And I remember asking, like, are you sure this is what I have? Are you sure? Because I was diagnosed in uh, 2016, I guess. Yeah, 2016, I think. Yeah, because I was an adult and I did that. Yeah. Okay, yeah, it was 2016. And um, I was like, are you sure that this is what I have? And, um, yeah. I still think it was a mixed diagnosis, um, and perhaps it wasn't. Um, but that was the second thing that also like made me go a little deeper into studying. And the third one um, was when I was told that I had complex PTSD. Um, so all of these things made me like. They forced me into holistic health because nothing was helping. Nothing was helping. Nothing was even a possibility. Like, there was no healing happening. And I remember I was already on my spiritual journey, which I'm going to say that for last. I don't want to call it a spiritual journey because that is what people, but that's what people call it. And I guess for the sake of resonance and connecting um, and talking to collective peers, I would call it a spiritual journey because I feel like it's just evolving and living. I feel like that's what it means to live. And I understand that a lot of people don't live the life that I live or um, go into the things that I went into. They don't seek enlightenment. Or to evolve and transform in the way that I've chosen to. And that's okay. So just for the sake of speaking to collective peers, I will use a spiritual journey. And yeah, I was already there. Um, I became aware of it in 2015, but I was already on it from 2013 when I met my partner. And it was just little things. I've got put on to uh, sacred geometry and via YouTube, I think, in 2013 after I met my significant other, my partner now. And... Um, it was interesting, to say the least. Um, and I was very deep into sacred geometry for a very long time. And I remember um, getting into ATRs a little, like just scratching the surface and um, creating art centered around that. And I remember really being heavily like influenced by Betty Davis, Miles Davis, Lenny White, you know, Billy Cobham, 
and those musicians and then being really into anything centering fantasy and magic. Um, I remember at the time when it first happened, I was friends with people who I really just didn't resonate with. Um, I really didn't feel as if I belonged, but I put up this facade because I wanted to belong. I wanted, I needed that sense of belonging. Um, I didn't really feel like I belonged with my family at home, um, the immediate family members that I did have. I didn't really feel connected to them. I guess that's what I really wanted, connection, um, true connection via the heart space. And um, I really didn't have that at home. Um and even with my friends, they all knew I was a weirdo. They knew I was the weirdo. They knew it. And it was like nothing we could. <laughs> I don't even know why we wasted our times. But at the same time, there were a lot of things that they did teach me. And I'm glad that I did try to uh, force myself into that space. Because I learned to not force myself into spaces where I don't want to be in spaces where I'm not wanted. Um, and it's just, though, there were a lot of painful lessons to learn. And <laughs> I'm glad that I've, I've learned them. Um, yeah, but during that time, and once I continue to progress, I kind of stopped talking to them. And it's not as if, oh, I dislike these people or, oh, I don't like them um, because they did this to me or this to me. They don't like me. I'm not like them. I feel different from them. It wasn't that. Uh, it was more so they just didn't fit into my life anymore, I guess, in a sense or. I just outgrew them would be another way to put it. But we just didn't have anything to talk about anymore. We didn't have a um, common interest anymore. I was really focusing on my art. I was really focusing on becoming an artist and going to art school and making sure I had everything set for art and for university um yeah and we were all going on different uh we going down different paths I believe um and I can't speak for them I can only speak for me and my experience and from my perspective and yeah and there were some beautiful moments and they've taught me so many things and I remember um being heavily influenced by angel numbers at that time. And it was so weird. And, yeah, that was a weird moment in my life. Um, and I was looking, I was trying to cling on to anything that had a, a message because I felt so lost. I really didn't feel, uh, I don't know, Authentic, but I also didn't feel as if I was me. So I had lost connection with who I was. Well, I'm not going to say I lost connection. Yeah, I did because at once 
one point in time I did. I feel as if um, when we're children, we know who we are. We know um, how divine we are, how human we are, how godly we are, you know. But then we are taught all of these ideas and concepts and then we are um we integrate these programs we update you know go through these different updates um taught also given to us by our parents and the adults around us and the children around us too who also got them from their parents and because we get so caught up in belonging um, and it's 3D reality that um, we forget who we are. Um, and not even just belonging, but surviving and existing and um, protecting ourselves, you know, within this um, reality of... Yeah, and we forgot. Um, but I didn't feel as if I knew who I was. Like, I knew what I liked. Of course, I knew what I liked. But I didn't know who I was and what I stood for and what I wanted and what I wanted to say and how I wanted to feel and how I wanted my life to feel. I didn't know any of that shit. Like, I knew nothing. And I was so desperately trying to find meaning in anything. So I would try to find meaning in these angel numbers and these numbers that meant this and that. And it was such a fluke. Like, it it was pure shit. That was some fuckery. And it gave me a sense of fulfillment. And it gave me a sense of um, self for a time being. But it didn't last long because I wasn't actually dealing with the issue at hand. You know, um... When it came up, I just wanted to kind of scratch the surface and just cover it up. Um, with a Band-Aid instead of putting a salve on and then putting a Band-Aid on. And yeah, so I was going through a, a horrible time. Well, not even a horrible time. I was just, I was going through a lot of shadow work that needs to be done and me ignoring it in the guise of love and light. That's what it was. And I remember when 2015 came and I went to college, that was, that I became so aware, more conscious of, um, the things that were hitting in my subconscious mind um, and things that were there, but I forgot they were there. They were things that 
I didn't even know were there. Things that I wasn't even aware of at all. Like, I didn't even know that even existed. Like, who is that person? Where the fuck did this come from? And how the fuck did this get here? You know, and, um, yeah, that's what that was. And I remember just being in the space where I could be and where I can exist in my fullness. And that meant me and my anger, me and my excitement, me and my passion, me and my sadness. Uh, You know, and me and this person who just talked so damn much. And me and this person who was adventurous and curious and shy at times. And this person who was a bit brave, actually. You know, so... Just existing within that space and and just existing within a space where I felt safe and comfortable to express every version of myself, every aspect of myself to see who I really was, the person I didn't like, the person I love, the person I was just like, eh, about so... Every aspect of my personality, every aspect of my soul, every aspect of me being pushed to the forefront, and it was frightening, but also joyful, very, it was exciting in the sense where it was something new that I was learning every day, and not just from reading or experiencing or exploring new um different uh avenues of thought but more so me being around different people who mirrored who were a mirror to me and who who showed me who I was even though they didn't know so spirit was working through them and for me and for them also and they taught me so many valuable lessons and that was a beautiful space to be in um and it has made me who I am today and I'm still working through everything always working through something I don't think we will always be working and always be releasing but I feel as if because we're here on this earth and because we choose to commune with others and we will always be evolving even if it's through pain even through if it's through um simplicity even if it's through joy we will always continue to evolve there's always a new level to achieve i guess that's what i'm saying um and that what will that was what <laughs> that is what was happening during that time and it was beautiful it was something that really shaped 
my entire perspective and I think that I can be nothing but grateful, like truly grateful. And as I'm saying that, I'm getting chills, but I, yes, it was a beautiful time. And for the sake of not drawing this out, I still have a lot that I want to talk about. Um, But I'm going to stop this here and the next episode well there will be four multiple episodes posted on the um same day and it's because i have so much that has been running rampant um in my brain it's just i have to get it out and writing it helps and speaking to others help but there's still just so much it's still just there and i feel as if i have to get it out in the world because it's constantly nagging me and that's how a lot of my ideas um for art is created um uh, is done um how a lot of my uh statuses or posts whatever posts via whatever platform is created um because it's just there i have to constantly think about it for me to actually post about it constantly it has to be constantly on my mind. Even if I write it down or I speak about it to someone else, it will always nag at me until I post it via, you know, and someone else absorbs it. And I don't know if that spirit is speaking through me. Well, I guess, yes, I do know. Um, Spirit is speaking through me for others. And it's not as if, oh, I have this job to heal. I have the job to send a message. It's just that I have this message and someone else may need it. And that's just the same as someone else for me. And I feel as if we're all here collectively downloading, um, pro- reprogramming, updating. And we're here to share with each other. We're here to commune and that doesn't mean that um, that doesn't mean that we are supposed to be each other's teachers and try to take on that role to just teach 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 without someone gaining that message on their own I don't feel as if we should unless that is our job I don't feel as if we should Take it upon ourselves to teach people a lesson. If we have something that's been nagging and that's been a constant um, thought, um, then we should share it. But it's not for us to teach unless someone asks us to do so. And that is another um, vital lesson of the teacher in its role and its true role and how we go about it and how the teacher actually shows up. And I'm really learning to um, make my, um, my, I'm really learning to simplify my words from talking to other people, from experiencing and all of those things. So to wrap this up, um, that was a little snippet about me. Nothing to, um, along I hope um I'm I'm very well aware that I've edited I've I think so I did edit um a lot of pieces out so um I'm going to go into depth about what endometriosis is and what complex PTSD is because um there were some things in the background and 
I didn't want anyone here, so I will be going over those briefly in another episode because a lot of people have been either misdiagnosed or diagnosed with those things and some people need relief. And um, a lot of people have said that I've lied about being diagnosed with complex PTSD and that's not the case and I want to kind of just hold space for other people who have been suicidal who have other mental um, ailments and people who are just just feel like as if they're lost and that will be for another episode and then I will also make another episode for womb healing um endometriosis so stay tuned for those episodes thank you for tuning in thank you for um you know just investing your energy into this podcast hopefully it grows if it doesn't if I just have a few followers I'm great as long as this impacts someone I am great I would love for this to grow don't get me wrong I would love for it to grow but I feel as if sometimes the message just doesn't need to hit a lot of people so here we are and I'm very grateful for you being here and thank you and you know stay blessed